0: Hello and welcome to the QUBGP Society podcast. This series is entitled Common Conditions in General Practice and is aimed at medical students. We will be discussing some of the most common conditions that you'll see in primary care settings in terms of their pathology, presentation, diagnosis and management. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can see all of our latest episodes and check out our society on social media so you can keep up to date with news and events. But now on to today's podcast cardiovascular disease. My name is Ashlyn and I'm one of the education officers for the society. Cardiovascular disease also is termed atherosclerosis. Atherosclerosis is a process where there's a combination of atheromas which are fatty deposits in the artery walls which undergo a process of stiffening in the blood vessel walls. It affects medium and large arteries and is caused by chronic inflammation and activation of the immune system in the artery wall. This causes deposition of lipids in the artery walls, followed by the development of fibrous atheromatous plaques. As a result of these plaques, you get stiffening of the artery walls leading to hypertension, stenosis, which causes reduced blood flow, which can also lead to angina, and also plaque rupture, giving off a thrombus, which can block a distal artery leading to ischemia. Risk factors of atherosclerosis can be modifiable and non-modifiable. Non-modifiable risk factors are age, family history, and gender, being male. Modifiable risk factors consist of smoking, alcohol consumption, poor diet, low exercise, obesity, and stress. There are some other medical conditions that increase the risk of atherosclerosis, such as diabetes, hypertension, and chronic kidney disease. Ways we can overcome the modifiable risk factors are giving patients advice on diet, exercise and weight loss, help them to stop smoking by prescribing and referring them to a smoking cessation clinic, stop drinking alcohol and tightly treat comorbidities. In primary healthcare settings, there are two ways that we can help prevent cardiovascular disease, primary prevention and secondary prevention primary prevention being that a patient has never had any cardiovascular disease before, and secondary prevention for patients who have had angina or a heart attack, TIA, or stroke. For primary prevention, we use a Q-risk score. This will calculate the percentage risk that a patient will have of a stroke, MI, in the next 10 years. If the patient has a 10% risk or more of having a heart attack or stroke over the next 10 years then a statin should be offered given the current NICE guidelines. This would be atorvastatin 20 milligrams at night and all patients with chronic kidney disease or type 1 diabetes for more than 10 years should also be offered atorvastatin. NICE guidelines recommend checking lipids at three months and increasing the dose to aim for a greater than 40% reduction in non-HDL cholesterol. They also recommend looking at the LFTs within three months of starting the statin and again at one year. This is because statins can cause a mild increase in ALTs and ASTs in the first few weeks of use. Secondary prevention of cardiovascular disease will be aspirin, atorvastatin, atenolol, and an ACE inhibitor, such as Ramipril. Both atenolol and your ACE inhibitor will be titrated to the maximum tolerated dose. It's really important that we offer patients as much support as possible in preventing cardiovascular disease because it is a non-communicable disease. Therefore, many patients do not know that they have this disease. So to summarize, we've gone through the pathology, risk factors, and management, and the importance of preventing cardiovascular disease. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast and tune in next week for the next episodes in the series of Common Conditions in GP Practice.
1: We hope you have enjoyed today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you have any ideas, suggestions or feedback, don't be afraid to get in touch with us via email gp soc at qub.ac.uk. Our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram accounts are regularly updated with all the essential information from our society. That's all for today. Thanks for listening and goodbye.